Good evening, and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me tonight, recording in the man cave, are my trusty co-hosts, Tim Hicks. There's a snake in my boots. And Willie Crocker. Hey, welcome back. Now, tonight, um, we're going to introduce a little, a a new segment for the show. I I don't want to give it too much of an introduction because I feel like it'll ruin the impact, Um, but we're going to have some fun. Uh, This is sort of our version of, um, uh, call it an awards show of sorts. Um, It's that season, it's that time when um, a lot of of shows of our type are, are doing, you know, reviews, looking back and that kind of thing. And this was such a weird year. It just seemed like a strange time to try to, to you know, do any kind of a global evaluation, so to speak of, of the way things went on. So we thought we'd have a little fun with it instead. And well, you'll just have to wait and see. Um, before we get into it, I do want to thank our podcast sponsors. Uh, Diz Dad's podcast plus is sponsored by wicked mouse travel and by mouse master travel. Each of them is an authorized Disney vacation planner and would love to help make sure your family's next Disney destination vacation is matched specifically to your needs, your wants, your interests. That's what they're all about, making sure that you get your ideal vacation. Um, You can go learn more at wickedmousetravel.com or at mousemastertravel.com. Okay, guys. So the way that we kind of chatted about this in our our private chat before uh, we started recording is, you know, what hap- what would happen if we kind of combined this concept of of you know giving out some awards um, with an old Carson bit, um, the old the old Karnak bit. So it, one of you some has of one you really to like to start that. with. You can. Otherwise, I'm I'm happy to go first. I've got one here I can roll with. All right, I'll start. Because right. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss you a softball first. Okay. All right. So, the nominees are Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, and Grand Fiesta Tour featuring Three Caballeros. Okay, give me those again. Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, and Grand Fiesta Tour featuring the Three Caballeros. Willie, you have a guess for uh, what this award is for? Um, I'm going with nonstop ride. Well, that's, see, that's a, that's a good, a good thought, but I, I, I'm going to take it a step, you know, a little, little more, um, go a step further. Cause I, I get that they're all on the mover types, but I'm going to go with, um, attra- Epcot attractions most in need of a refurbishment. <laughs> nice try guys. No. 
Uh, this is the award for rides that Tim has not managed to break. And the award <laughs> winner is Grand Fiesta Tour Country <laughs> Caballeros. I noticed you only found three candidates, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you broke Spaceship Earth. I did. That's why right. it didn't win. Right. Grand Fiesta is the only one I didn't break. Oh, that's pretty crazy. hard. Grand Fiesta Tour is the only one that wins. <laughs> right. Then we have one winner. <laughs> we have one winner. That's a okay, so that one, this one, okay so that one had an objective answer right most yes. of these are are, are <laughs> essentially subjective but uh that one had a, a clear and definite answer <laughs> all right <laughs> so uh grand fiesta tour i would say on the list but it is the list of epcot attractions tim hasn't broken that's right <laughs> so Impressive. now we know the real reason you're looking forward to the opening of cosmic rewind Yes, I can break that something else. (laughs) (laughs) And you Um, haven't broke Remy yet because you haven't been yet. Well, that's right. There's another one then. We can put Remy on the list. Yeah. Two attractions that Tim hasn't broken yet. Two attractions I've done. You've broken. Then you got to pick a winner. Right. Uh, Okay. So, Willie, you ready to go with one? I am ready to go. All right, Willie. Let's hear your your list. We're going to go with Venezuela, Cuba. Russia, North Korea. Ooh. One more time. Venezuela, Cuba, Russia, North Korea. I'm going to go with uh, candidates for a new um, uh, Epcot uh, World Showcase Pavilion. No. And I'm going to go with countries that have not been represented in world showcase, even during any of the festivals. Close. Close. Okay. Countries that should be banned from (laughs) world (laughs) showcase. (laughs) And the winner is North Korea. <laughs> okay. Not as though that could ever happen anyway. Y'all, y'all have a little different approach to this than I think I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have fun. <laughs> well, I, I get that. I get that one. I mean, that was interesting. Okay, okay. So, all right. I've got mine ready to go here then. Um, all right. The nominees are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Rock and Roller Coaster. Space Mountain, Expedition Everest, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, Rock and Roller Coaster, Space Mountain, Expedition Everest. What do you think the category is? Mm, I think the category is um, Dark Ride Roller Coasters. Something to do with that. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I hadn't even really thought about that, but that would have been a good category for those, but it's not what I was looking for. How about you, Willie? Hmm. I'm going to go with rides with over-exaggerated wait times. (laughs) Also a good answer, but not what I was looking for. Uh, So the category here is um, purely going to be a a subjective opinion answer, but the category is roller coaster with the best restraint system at Walt Disney World. Best restraint system. Is it Seven Doors Mine Train, Rock and Roller Coaster, Space Mountain, 
Expedition Everest. They each have um, you know, very arm. different ways of um, holding you into your seat. So, <laughs> I don't know, Tim, what, what's your yeah. opinion here? What's, uh, which of those four is the, the best restraint system? Well, uh, Space Mountain just comes up between your legs, so I'm going to eliminate that one right off the bat. You've got Everest and Rock and Roller Coaster that are over the shoulder. Uh, no. No, Everest is not. Everest is not. Okay. Then I'm going to go with Rock and Roller Coaster as the best restraint. All right. So Especially Tim, since you're Tim likes the security down. of over your shoulders. Um, how about you, Willie? I'm going with Everest without a doubt. I have huge legs. Space Mountain kills me. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I don't even fit in the car. I mean, I do, but I don't. And um, rock and roller coaster, I always feel like I get rattled every time I ride with it over my shoulders. So no, no brainer Everest. Yeah, I, I'm going to be with you there with Everest. I mean, um, rock and roller coaster, to their credit, I think that their over the shoulder restraint system is better than the one, you know, on the other side of town on Hulk. Um, oh, the Hulk one, I, I get oh, yeah. cauliflower ear from riding that. Well, yes. the new Hulk. Have you done that one? Uh, Where they have the how, big boy yeah, seat? I have because we wrote it last summer. Okay, so you had the big boy seat. Yeah, I was more impressed with that. It gave you more room. It gave they me have, more room. It was the seat itself was comfortable, but the restraint but restraint was combined yeah. with the way that coaster moves. Your head yeah. gets rattled around, yeah. and there's They're no end way up around with a concussion it. off of it. Yeah, right. I mean, you really can. Um, so, so. For that reason, I can't say rock and roller coaster. I do think it, like I said, I do think it's better than the one over there, but still not as good. I agree. Expedition Everest has it right. It's the the two, you know, you've got two separate seats, each with their own separate lap bar. That's really the key. The separate lap bars make it. Um, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is similar, but I agree with Willie. The seats are too narrow. Um, I understand that they made it more for for a kid Kids. size, um, but it's just as a result you know, not nearly as, as comfortable. Little kids aren't going to ride that by themselves. No, it doesn't matter whether they ride by themselves or not. I mean, it's secure and it's, it's secure for little kids. And I get that. That's the Um, thing. The other Mm -hmm. one I could have put on here um, and maybe would have spiced it up a little bit was, was, you know, the coaster that really sort of um, triggered this, you know, having this on my, my list of things, which is big thunder mountain railroad, which to my mind is at the opposite end of the spectrum. It's the worst, Uh even worse than uh, seven Dwarfs mine train because it's two seater with a single bar across. (laughs) Well, Right. And, if I and when I ride with my son, yeah. you know, I mean, it's better now that he's 15, but when he was eight and, and we fly right out of that. five, you know, I mean, he could have just been totally ejected from the ride and I would have been held securely. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or your knees hurt for the three and a half minutes while he's, <laughs> or, or your arms are holding him down. Right. Right. Or I'm holding him to keep him from getting thrown from the side of the car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, so we've got one round. I think we all have an idea of how this is going to work. Um, Tim, give us our, our next uh, award. Okay, for the next award, the nominees are Rock and Roller Coaster, Test Track, and Expedition Everest. Hmm, a short list. Rock and Roller Coaster, Test Track, and Expedition Everest. What do you think? Any either of you got a guess on this one? Um, I'm going to guess ride you've never ridden. No, I've 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not, not gonna work. Uh, I've written all of those. Yeah, I know okay. that he's written those. Right. Um, all right, I'm going to try. Um, uh, oh, is this category for this one best single writer line? No, that's a very good thought. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it isn't. Because um, I think, oh, that would be a tough call between Rock and Roller Coaster and Expedition Everest. Test track, not so much, but yeah, no, no, no. The category is fastest thrill ride while you're fully dressed. <laughs> fully dressed. I like that part. And, I, and there's a reason why, because there is a, an honorable mention here, which is the summit plummet, which is not fully dressed, but, but it's um, fast. according to statistics, test track. Well, you know, test track goes 65 miles an hour because you ride it and it tells you the, the speed. Um Summit plummet, you can also achieve speeds as fast as 65 miles per hour. But you're not fully dressed for that one. And your underwear or your swimming suit is up your rear. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and... right. I mean, that's that's the big advantage. You go the same speed at, at test track, and hey, you might lose your hat, but at least it's not going to be embedded in an orifice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or worse yet, missing entirely. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and Roller Coaster only goes 60 and Expedition Everest only goes 50. So Test Track is the winner at 65. All right. Uh, so, Willie, you have another one for us? Of course. How about World of Motion, Captain EO, Body Wars, Ellen's universe of energy. Okay. Well, to me, that sounds pretty obvious. It's got to be, you know, the category is best, uh, no longer in operation Epcot attraction. That would have been my guess for it too. No. (laughs) Rides we wish would never come back. Uh, oh, you're going to get some hate mail for that one. Uh, oh, yes, you are. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, come on. Okay. What? So wait, you go, gotta, go through you that gotta... list again. World of Motion, which is the one that we know is going to get some, uh, you know, pushback from people. But then EO. Yeah. Body Wars. But just because right? Michael Jackson's dead? Come on. No, it was terrible. <laughs> it was cool, but terrible. Okay. It was terrible. Yes. And Ellen's. <laughs> Universe of energy, which you was, gotta love, you gotta love the cell phone that she uses at the beginning of that but, thing. But the thing was like 40 minutes long, you yeah, that was the killer. I mean, it, it was 40, 40 minutes long, and you know, from what I understand, they could technically evacuate you from it, but there was no obvious way to get out once it started. Uh huh, like you really felt stuck, you were stuck, and you were in those long cars, yeah, yep. Um. That, that, that's fair enough. I mean, I, I don't know. There, there are probably some other attractions that, that I would put on that list, maybe even higher than uh, the ones that you listed, but uh, you know, the your, they were your fun. nominees. So fair and I wanted to poke fun at a few, you know. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, some of, uh, uh, some of all thrills? Yeah. Right. Right. On that list. All right. So this one, I mean, this one's a little different. It's going to take us outside the parks a little bit, um, but I think we'll appreciate this one. Uh, So the nominees in this category are Terry Hawkins, Jay Crocker, Kathy McNaughton-Hans, 
and Joe Masters. What's our category? I'm going with the winner of who is going to be at Diz Dad's 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give that to me again. We got Terry and Joe. Terry and Joe. Dr. Kathy McNaughton Hance mm-hmm. and Jay Crocker. And Jay Crocker. I'm going to go with most knowledgeable about the Disney parks. <sighs> Guys, this one was too easy for you. Most yeah, times on I the guess show. it was best, best Diz Dads podcast plus guest. guest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and yeah. this one's up for debate. I mean, I'd love to hear feedback. We've got, we've got Terry and Joe who came on a couple of times talking about, um, you know, uh, Diz Dad's convention 10. We had Jay who's come on and done a couple of trip reports with us and sat in on some other stuff. And um, Dr. Kathy McNaughton Hance, who was our, our, you know, cool head Expert. of knowledge and experience uh, regarding dealing with COVID and travel. We should have her back soon. Yes, I we agree. should. Uh, um, anybody want to cast a vote? I mean, I know Willie, you're you're risking getting yourself in trouble here because your brother's on the list. <laughs> I'm going to put Dr. Kathy because she was easier on the eyes than the other three. <laughs> <laughs> now we're not going to get her back on the show. <laughs> oh come on, we had, we had some we had some sparks there. We had some guests. Oh nice. <laughs> Oh, Terry and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was early. Yeah. <laughs> nope, I did not start until we started this podcast. Oh man, uh, um, Jay, Jay, this is a this is a this good is a really challenging one because Kathy was so informative, and Jay has been so great with everything he has brought to us from multiple, multiple trips. And he has another one ready for us. And then Joe and Terry are just fun. And I mean, they've really updated us and, you know, sorry, Terry, you can't make it. Um, yeah, that's a real bummer. And I think he loses points for losing his passport. Agreed. Travel agent losing your passport, you lose points. So they're going to have to fall off the list. Well, now they're on the list separately. So you, so oh, Joe oh, is still oh. there. So Joe and Joe likes Mickey bars and I love Mickey bars, but I love Dole whips. So there you go. Yeah, I do too. And churros and churros. Okay. Now we're getting oh. into another category. Yeah. Right, let's let's um. wrap up our best guess. <laughs> but look, the bottom line is we're, we're, we're all being squirrely about this because none of us want to answer. We've had great. I'm going to go with Jay just to get, because he's Brown been on with your more shows. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, so Willie, goes I wish Kathy was on more shows. Who's been on more. Um, I, I'm going to cast a vote for Kathy only because it was great to talk to her again. Um, you know, we've known each other, like I said, since junior high, and I don't know that I've had an opportunity to sit down and talk with her as long as we talked during our show, uh, since, you know, maybe high school. So that was great. Um, Tim, how about you? Yeah. Kathy was my vote. Yeah. Um, I, I was I, I was kidding about you know the rest of it, but seriously, she was she she brought so much to that one podcast. Yeah, uh, not that the others don't, and and I I always love having Jay on. Um, he's always full of good information, but she was so chock a block full of 
the in-depth knowledge of that topic that we really needed at that time. So and she she's, really she's, opened your eyes to a lot what was going on, mm-hmm. which yep. not everyone can do. I mean, you know, Joe and Terry can do a lot of opening eyes, but it's for other reasons. <laughs> Some which and, we and, won't mention on the podcast. Right. Exactly. And, and you know, Joe, you don't feel bad. Willie and I will see you soon. And yeah. you know, we'll you, we'll you buy a Mickey list. bar to make you feel better. How's that? Yeah. You made the list. Yes, it was an honor right. to be it was an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tim. What's next up for you? Oh, we're back around to me again, right? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Okay. The nominees are. Pirates of the Caribbean, Frozen Ever After, Collie River Rapids, Rise of the Resistance, and Peter Pan's Flight. Five nominees. Mm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Thought I had it until you got to Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Frozen Ever After, Collie River Rapids, Rise of the Resistance, and Peter Pan's Flight. Um, I'm going to go with rides you've never used a fast pass or lightning lane for. <laughs> hmm. No, I'm sure he used fast pass for Peter Pan back in the day. Or frozen ever after. Who's kidding? Who? No, I'm kidding. No, I, have not, I haven't even read that. Not since it was a maelstrom. Um, Close, but no cigar, Willie. I tried. Uh, um, best ride vehicle. An interesting choice, but no, that's not it either. This award goes to the most likely to break down. <laughs> based on Walt the number of attractions, most likely to break down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this is based off of numbers from the fire department there with the, with the exception of rise. Okay. But rise goes down on an average 3.6 times per day. Yeah. 3.6 times per day. Next closest up to that is Frozen After Ever After, which has gone down 113 times in the last two years, followed by Pirates, followed by Collie River Rapids, followed by Peter Pan's Flight. And how does Collie River Rapids break down? It, well, it, it, it's, I think mostly it has to do with things getting stuck where they're not supposed to be, okay. um, or something falls out of a boat and they have to yeah. stop the like, ride. To, to like when you go out. on Summit Plummet, things getting stuck where they're not supposed to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only externally. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, 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 right. Um, all right. Uh, w- Willie, you got another one? I do. This is a long one. Sorry. ABC Commissary, Pizza Rizzo, Pinocchio's Village House, Nine Dragons. Restaurant Asaurus, Backlot Express. Okay, I'm going to go first on this one. I think the category for this award is places I never want to eat at again in Walt Disney World. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, maybe, um, you know, uh, uh, worst Walt Disney World counter service? The worst restaurants at Walt Disney World. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Yes. I I think I think having Backlot Express on that's a little bit unfair. They're not the worst I've had. 
Ain't the worst it's that I've seen. Bad. Can't you see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um. Okay. Now you know we we try not to to go with worse, but but I get it. Those are well deserved, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Um, what you got for us, Aaron? Uh, you know, I don't have one ready just yet. So if either one of you wants to go ahead and, and do oh, another okay. one, I've, I've got one that'll be ready here in a moment. I just want to make sure I have my notes correct. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll throw another one out there. Um, Rise of the Resistance, Peter Pan, Slinky Dog Dash, and Flights of Passage. Longest standby waits at Walt Disney World? You got it. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. We have winner, a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the award goes to Peter Pan. They've got the most consistently long wait lines and have since the dawn of time since the earth was cooling. Because well, they can only carry like seconds. 10 people at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. The only thing that saved <laughs> that ride is they built that new queue. It's, it's cute. cute. But it, I mean, it's not worth ninety minutes. No, no, it's it's still minutes, standing in line. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen flights of passage more. without a without a long queue. I have, oh. but not when I was there and could actually ride it. So, right, yeah. right. All right, Willie. What else you got for us? I'm going to go really wild here. Oh boy, Panchito and Jose, Carabelle Cow. Ludwig, Ludwig von Drake, Elliot. Elliot, Elliot. Um, characters that you most miss from uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, nope. And I'm going to go with best main character sidekicks. Nope. All right. Obscure characters that are underappreciated. Okay. That's fair. The winner goes to Panchito and Jose because Donald always gets all the love. That's true. Okay. And and you know what? I, I think that that it's not really fair to call Elliot underappreciated. I mean, he had his own main shirt electrical parade float, and it was probably the best float. It in was the, the best parade for years. Yeah. But now he's nowhere to be seen. Well, right. Now he disappeared. At all. Well, you know, it's Elliot. He's still in the right. parade. It's still in the parade, right? <laughs> it's just going to Disneyland. He's just invisible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a superpower. Uh, all right. Mine is ready. Um, so okay. the nominees are Tomorrowland, Animation Courtyard, Future World West, and Dinoland USA. Ooh, can you repeat that list, please? Yeah. Tomorrowland, Animation Courtyard, Future World West, Dinoland USA. I have an answer of the least amount of shade at Walt Disney World for each park. Interesting. I hadn't really thought about that, but but I think the, those might actually be true. Um, <laughs> not not what I was going for, but but you know, plausible answer. 
Any thoughts, Tim? Hmm. Hmm. The things that I think of aren't not all, not all of the all of your nominees fit into the category because I'm thinking, okay, um, longest renovations at Disney World, but that's that doesn't that would include Dino. Well, okay, it does include Dino Land now because they've ripped out Primeval Hurl and they're working on some other stuff there. So, um, okay, I'll stick with that. Well, no, you're not there. I think Willie is probably the closest. Um, it, the answer uh, is the correct category for these nominees is worst places to get stuck in Walt Disney World when everybody is hungry at lunchtime. <laughs> think about it. There's no place Nothing to eat. that you want to choose Touché. to eat. And even if there is one place, there's only one. So if it's lunchtime, it's swamped. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you've resigned yourself to the fact that you're going to have to eat there or take a long walk somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you there. <laughs> uh, and, and I will give uh, future world West a, a shout out here, a little credit. Um, you know, it, it took some effort on the part of Epcot, right. To, to get a new land into this slot representing Epcot in this category. Um, because, you know, until very recently I would have said future world East because, you know, as far as, and Willie may argue with me, but but Electric Umbrella was the bottom of the totem pole. Mm -hmm. But then over the last year, right, Electric Umbrella closes and Space 220 opens. Now, it's not counter service and it's tough to get a reservation, so it has its own issues. But now Future Word West is the one that is, you know, short options. It's the one where you go to sun, Sunshine Seasons because it's your only choice. A million, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's swamped because it's the only choice and there is no quick service available on the on the other side. So, you know, everybody ends up flowing back to there's no the land pavilion. But at least there's some good, decent options at Sunshine Seasons. Uh, yes, but like I said, it's the worst place to get stuck at lunchtime. Yeah. Right. And everybody's one option and you and everybody else who's in Epcot with you knows it. <laughs> yep. Other than that. Yeah. There's not really any place. I mean, you know, Starbucks. <laughs> well, in, in, um, the, the, the Coca-Cola pavilion, the club cool is not even there. Mm -hmm. it, we're, we're, that's been relocated. No, no, to, club cool, but club cool is open again. But it's been relocated, hasn't it? It's not in the same spot, right? Not in the exact same spot, no. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Um, all right. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. We've probably got time for maybe a couple of more. Um, Tim, do you have a, another one that you want to throw out there? I do. This is, uh, this is my longest list of the night. Six options. Wow. Six nominees. And the nominees are Tusker House, 1900 Park Fair, Cinderella's Royal Table, Garden Grill, Akershus Royal Banquets, and Chef Mickey's. Oh, this is the category for uh, best Walt Disney World character meals. Yes, it is. And my winner for the category is going to be, drumroll please. Thank you. Cinderella's Royal Table. And the reason I say that is because of the overall experience. It's not just the characters. It's the ambiance of being in the castle. Um, Cinderella doesn't, no longer greets you when you come in, but uh, she circles around. Sometimes you get the fairy godmother. Sometimes you get, you know, the, the different 
characters, but it's the overall uh, ambiance of the place to me that puts it on the top. Yeah. See, I can't do that. I can't, I can't agree. Um, at that price point, you know, at that, at that price point, Cinderella should be feeding me, uh, <laughs> right. She should be holding the fork. Um, no, the grapes just holding the grapes over. Yeah. Yeah. The you know, I, I'm not buying it. Um, but you know, from that list, I, I do think that, uh, the, the character meal at Tusker house may be the, the biggest, most underrated option. Um, there you go. You know, they've got the best food too. Well, exactly. They've got interesting food. The characters are, are fun. They're in outfits that are a little unusual that you don't see them in other places dressed that way. Um, and, you know, it's hard, obviously distanced is always harder, but there are enough different characters there. And, and I think that the combination of the look and how that look fits in the restaurant allows the sort of distanced greeting to work well. Um, cause your pictures still look sort of integrated. Um, so it also has a bonus. Yeah. There's a bar outside. Right. Well, there and, is that an excellent bar outside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But so on the, on the downside, I don't think they have chicky nuggies, Willie. That's okay. Cause I love <laughs> the food there. I mean, I love Tusker house. Like it's a home run. Cause there's a lot of meat. Right. Okay. So Aaron, who is your choice for best character dining experience? Well, I just told you, I thought it was Tusker house. Oh, okay. So that's, that's your vote. Okay. Willie, what's your vote? I'm going to agree. Tusker house is a home run. It's, it's way underrated, like Aaron said. I think you get so much bang for your buck there. Yeah, I mean, the the only one that I would put ahead of it isn't available right now, so it's not can't count it. Because um, the only one I would put ahead of it is the the um, uh, what do they call it? Happily happily ever after, it, not happily ever after, something like that. The Bon Voyage, Bon Voyage breakfast, Bon Voyage, yes, right. Yeah, the Bon That's Voyage just- breakfast that was at. At Trattoria, that I hope they do bring back. Um, it's been a casual. I mean, um, 1900 Park Fair is a close second, but if you go at certain times, the certain characters are, don't interact like Tusker House does. Like Tusker right. House, it's Mickey and Minnie and Goofy. And if you don't know who the evil stepsisters are, and you just, you, you could just be lost. And and I and I have to say that for all of the great character interaction you get at 1900 Park Fair, um, the the space isn't nearly as as immersive as Tusker House. Right. You know, I mean, it, it feels the, like what it is, which is a converted hotel ballroom. Right. Um, yep. And that's that is definitely one of the um, one of the things that I judge on is like, okay, what's the overall ambience environment look like? And yeah. It's, it's it's exactly what you said. So, and that's another problem with like Chef Mickey. It's just mm-hmm. too loud. Yeah. There's although, I, you know, we've now gotten um, a couple recent, very positive reviews that I was pleasantly surprised at, um, you know, from people who, who normally would have been put off by it and who said they had great experiences, including um, on Thanksgiving. Well, the, because it's now family style, it's not buffet. Right. right. And it works so much better as family style. So, It'll be interesting. I hope they keep it. Um, I don't know if they will or not once COVID blows over, but um, twenty twenty nine, right, right, I and mean, whenever that happens, but <laughs> but you know, for the long term, it would be very interesting if they kept it at uh, being a, a family style service, just because you know the the everything about the experience has been better since they've been family style. Interesting. 
Um, How about you, Aaron? You got one more? Uh, I, I don't. I just used my one more. Um, oh, let oh. me see. I have another one. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. All right. Yeah, well, he's got a long list. Mater. Stitch. Tigger. Darla Sherman. She's from uh, Little Mermaid. No, she's from Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Sorry, sorry. Nemo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what? Give us those characters again. Mater. Mater. Tigger. Stitch. Darla Sherman. E. Sherman, 42, Wallaby Way. Wrong, Sherman. Most underappreciated in part characters? Nope. nope. I'm going to get hate for this. <laughs> Let me think here. I don't know. I know this is wrong, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. Um, worst characters who had their own spinoff show. No. Jay Crocker, this is for you. Most annoying character goes to Stitch. <laughs> Most annoying. You better stay away. My son is going to attack if you come by. My son's favorite character is Stitch, too. Yeah. I, I gave it to Jay. Just it's it's for Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, you, you left Dory off of that list. Oh, okay, oh now I'm going to get the hate. Mail. I was going to say for, for, for somebody with a track record as a disability advocate, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but you can say that for stitch as well. In some ways, in yeah. some ways. Uh, all in right. A lot well, of ways. You know, we had fun with this. We just thought this would be a, a quick little way to kind of wrap up the year. I'm going to go ahead and, and toss it open. And if either, either of the guys I have, one have more. you know, one or two more that they want to throw out there, we'll do that. And then we'll wrap up. So uh, go ahead. This is, this is my favorite one. That's why I saved it for last. Bongos. Electric umbrella. McDonald's. Empress Lily. Best best restaurant additions by subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very close. Um, I was going to say restaurants you wish would go away, but Electric Electric Umbrella already has. And so did Empress Lily, and so did, and so did McDonald's, she- and well, Restaurant Source is still there, and that's I didn't McDonald's say Restaurant Source in disguise. I know. But McDonald's, yeah, it's still that's still what it is. Um, hmm. um, places you should never eat, even if you're starving. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Restaurants we hope will never come back to Walt Disney World. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to add a few more and I was like, well, it'll get too long. Yeah. Well, and all of those are, are worthy winners, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think, I think you would be hard pressed to find real fans of most of those restaurants. Even the folks who think they're fans of McDonald's really aren't. If, right. you, if you push them on it. Right. I mean, they liked it because it was familiar and it was easy, but that was the only reason I went there. 
you would get off Splash Mountain and you were like, oh, God, I need some fries real quick. And walk over and get the fries at right. the, the cart. Yeah. All right. We had fun with this. We would love it if you would send us in your own lists of nominees and let us guess uh, what the categories might be. Uh, we'll even maybe find some way that we could make it work to have it, you know, a whole series of guests if, if people send them in. So um, if you're looking to get in touch with us, you can send email to the show at podcast at disdads.com. Uh, you can email us individually. I, I mean, if you want to scold Tim, you can send him an email at tim.dix at fantasticmemoriestravel.com. If you want to tell Willie that he was off his rocker for including World of Motion in that list of attractions that should never return, you can email him at Aaron at, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Willie at wickedmousetravel.com. That's W I L L I E. And uh, if you want to compliment us on the you know way we did the show or the concept of the show, just send me an email at Aaron at mousemastertravel.com. Uh, we've had a great time with this. If you've had a great time with us too, please take a minute and go and rate and review the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. That seems to be what seeds everybody else. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, but you can also catch us almost any other place you might listen to a podcast. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that if you 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 know call your Alexa device uh, and ask it to play Diz Dad's Podcast Plus, it will. So uh, listen to the show, rate and review, so other people can listen to the show too. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, a really fun and more regular release schedule 2022 uh, and particularly for for this show if you have some of these ideas we'll make an entire show out of it and i'll bet you we could probably even talk aaron into sending you some Diz that swag for the best one huh yeah, i think I so we could all right that we could uh all right well uh until next time i've been your host aaron ripmaster with my trusty co-hosts willie crocker have a wicked wild night and Tim Hicks. We'll see you real soon. Check, baby, check, baby, one, two, three. Oh, that's the good stuff. Uh-oh, that's not good. I love you too, Willie. I got to keep on. I don't play dance.